0: Welcome to the Algae Podcast. This is a show about healing, healers and methods to dissolve emotional, physical and spiritual challenges. I'm your host, Dominic, a student of life, a sharer of knowledge and a guide to achieving inner peace. The goal of this show is to teach you how to become your own healer, discover and connect to the power inside of you and live your best life. So. Let's get to healing. Hello. Once again, we're having a a podcast to talk about healing, healers, and different ways of just improving yourself. And today, I'm joined by Carissa, and Carissa is into a, a number of things. And typically, what I have is my guests introduce themselves. Um, just so I don't botch it and that they can put their best foot forward the way they want to. So with that, Carissa, would you please introduce yourself and tell people what you do?
1: Hi, um, my name is Carissa El-Shahabi. And gosh, I like to feel like I'm the Jane of all trades. (laughs) Um, I am an educator by trade, but my passion lies in the healing modalities. Um, So I trained As a Zumba fitness instructor, um, to make a long story short, I had a reaction to a pharmaceutical a while back, which kind of launched me into the world of uh, holistic wellness and holistic healing. So, with that, I trained in Reiki and um, started using essential oils. I just um, recently trained in a practice called mind body spirit release. Um, and then I also work with, um, cell core biosciences, uh, bioresonance scanning and all sorts of fun stuff. So I love any and everything that has to do with natural health and wellness.
0: Yeah, this is great. I, I'm, I'm glad that you're into like so many things. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure we're going to get to all of them, but, uh, you know, when you said like your, your, your launch into this interest was when you had like an adverse reaction to like a pharmaceutical. I always like to dig into that story like a little bit, because yeah. I think a lot of times people might get an impression. It's like, Oh, I'm just so interested in healing. I just want to know all about it. And that can come along the way, but I find typically for people that are really deep into it, particularly for practitioners, um, there was a precursor to that. And that precursor was like, they needed answers, um, and they weren't getting them. So, um, what um what was the 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 answer you were looking for, and why did Reiki seem so appealing as like as that that answer, as opposed to you know juicing or like meditation or what have you?
1: That's yeah, that's a fantastic question. I had um, a colleague at um, one of my prior roles, and she she's a healer. And she does Reiki. She now also does Quantum Touch. She did Reiki for me. I was a paying client for um, her a couple times, and I just I just loved it so much. And then <clears throat> shortly after I had that reaction, I you know I was the only one self advocating and researching like what can I do to heal my body, and you know I found an integrative MD. I found a holistic practitioner they both helped me with some tests and you know supplements and all that good stuff but um I turned to Reiki um because it just I had a great experience from my friends and I thought you know well why can't I help others I help myself and help others mm-hmm. I think is is the driving force for me like well, so, I want to so, learn I love to learn I just love to well if you couldn't tell with all the different things i put under my butt, <laughs> but I love to learn but as an educator, I love to share that and I want to help others.
0: Okay. And and what what was uh, the result that, that Reiki produced for you? Because you know a lot of times you might hear people say, Oh, I went to a doctor, I got a prescription for something, and you know, it worked or it didn't, or I saw a physical therapist or something. So you went to to Reiki, like uh, what did that resolve for you?
1: I feel like it was for me, because I know it meant it the Reiki goes where it needs to go. But for me, it was more of a calming and um, calming, you know, mentally, physically and emotionally. I um, I'm not I don't think at least maybe I didn't. I just don't know it. Maybe I don't think I had any radical physical transformations from it. But it was more of a more of a mental and emotional thing just to kind of calm all the things that were going on.
0: Mm. And once you got the result or you're along the way to getting the result, was your mind of like, hey, this is great. I'd like to learn it and share it with other people.
1: Not immediately. It actually took, took a while and something just happened upon my inbox and it was a, a complimentary Reiki for self-care. And I was already interested in this person as a teacher. Um, I took that. It was wonderful. I resonated with it, and I said, "Okay, sign me up. <laughs> I'm I'm ready to take the leap." Because I was curious. It had been on my mind, but I just hadn't taken that leap.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Good. And so, um, n- not at first. And you said, like, you know, you're you're an educator by by trade. What was the uh, What was the turning point where you said, "Oh, maybe maybe I'll share this with people. Maybe I'll have clients."
1: I think just having that ingrained in my nature, um, I knew that, you know, because this worked for me and helped me, there's so many people that are, you know, have all these ailments and they're struggling. And you hear so much about mental health now. And if I if I can reach and help, you know, one person a day or anything, if something I'm saying or talking about or sharing helps just one person. And that, that does it for me. I, uh, it lights my fire. I think I'm trying to think of, I had, the thoughts are stirring and I'm not quite sure how to word them. Just helping people is ingrained in my nature.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I I think, you know, I, I liberally use the term healer, you know, the, the name of the podcast, you know, healerology. Um, so, you know, you don't have to be bound by that but I, I do see an, an arc that people go to that's pretty common is that, you know, first they figure things out for themselves and they'll get to a place where they're they're stable or, you know, thriving. And it does seem like to be fairly common, like this this really inborn desire to essentially mm-hmm. sh- share the goodness. Um, yeah. Say, you know, this worked for me, you know, maybe it'll work for you. Um, and I find that, say, you know, there's just like a lot of empathy and compassion that, uh a person has that like kind of drives them to, to do this. And you had mentioned uh, like the Reiki it, it worked a lot saying like your mental and emotional state. I I have found you know as people heal and, and they get to better places, you know, mentally and emotionally, you know, compassion is definitely something that starts to to come to the to the fore more.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh,
1: yeah, it's interesting because as I was going through my own healing journey from you know what i experienced i could look back and and see you know what that medication had done at least like chemically and in my i guess my brain and how that affected my attitude my mood and the relationships i had in my life and it's just amazing to see to look back at who i was and how i was behaving for lack of a better term Mm-hmm. unbeknownst because i'm you know in the thick of it you don't know but looking back it's just amazing to have that kind of recognition like wow i really have come a long way
0: <laughs> yeah you know I, i'm not sure if you mentioned saved relationships uh you know maybe you want to touch it or, or not i i found like a lot of times all the times when, when people heal And so part of that invariably is like their, their consciousness changes. I would actually say, you know, increases and what goes along with that, like the people in their life changes. Um, Did you experience uh, that people exiting your life, people coming into your life?
1: I certainly have. Yes. And you know, it's, it's definitely for the better. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's sometimes, you know, it's sad when you are letting go of someone that you once cared for, but some that comes, there's relationships come in seasons as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and so after your experience with, um, Reiki I, I think, you know, if I'm getting the timeline right, it might be like you expanded to essential oils.
1: Yes. Okay. Oil. I mean, I had. I was always into the supplements because the people that were helping me with the labs and stuff, they put me on all kinds of supplements. And then I decided, okay, thank you, but I want to be self-sufficient in this arena. So that's another, um, like later on down the road. So yes, uh, I got into the essential oils, which I absolutely love. Um, I rely on them for their, I turn to them first for almost everything now, (laughs) I, one time, was grilling, I touched the grate uh, with my hands, and I was like, oh, this is going to be bad. (laughs) I was like, okay, helichrysum and lavender, there was no blister, no burn, no scar, nothing. It's amazing. Yeah.
0: How do you gain the knowledge of that? Because, you know, I'm actually not that well versed in essential oils, but I do know that people Uh. use them. And I know that a lot of times they put them in diffuser. So for me only at this point, it seems like, um, you know, it it can add say like uh, a a good, a good smell to the room. If you like that. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. and and I do know, like, uh, definitely some people have done it say like to, Treat certain things, like, you know, like burn, as you, as you mentioned, and then uh, some people use them as kind of as, like, a, their own supplement, so they'll make, like, capsules out of them. Um, mm-hmm. Can you e- expand on that uh, a bit for our, our audience that, you know, if they're not familiar with the essential oils or,
1: yeah, you know, I what? They would love to.
0: Yeah.
1: One of the things that I, um, I learned a while back, and it just, every time I think of it or hear it, it just resonates so much with me is, when you if you go to have surgery, do you know what the first thing they do is?
0: Um I I'm going to say they 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 mark the piece of you with the marker that they're going okay, to operate on. Okay,
1: after of. that part, after that, they're ready, they're ready to start. <laughs>
0: okay. Oh gee, I don't know surgery. If it were me, I would, you know, knock me out. Put me on Is that what they do?
1: They Yeah, so they put that mask over your nose and your mouth and they make you breathe in chemicals to yeah. knock you out.
0: Yeah. Cause that's
1: the fastest way to interact with your nervous system to tell your brain to tell your body, okay, time to sleep.
0: Mm. Okay.
1: So that sense of smell, your olfactory system, which is right behind the bridge of your nose there. It's the fastest way to interact with your nervous system, which is why smell often has such a powerful effect on people. Um, but when you apply, um, you know, therapeutic grade oils topically on your skin, anything that you apply on your skin is absorbed into your bloodstream in 30 seconds.
0: Oh, that's quick.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All
0: right. So, so people, um, they can have their own, I guess, pharmacy apothecary with their yeah. like essential yeah. oil set.
1: Yeah, so to give you an example, I like I I've been using you know oils for a while, so I just kind of gain that knowledge over time. But it can be really overwhelming for people who are just starting out, especially if they're not really into the science part of it. But every oil is made up of different like chemical constituents. They're called. So when you think of lavender, most people know lavender is typically relaxing. For mm-hmm. some, it does have the opposite effect. Um, but it's linalool is the chemical constituent in lavender that is what makes it relaxing. Okay. So it's those different things that have different effects on the body, whether it's you know emotionally or physically. Okay.
0: So is there something like equivalent, say like bulletproof coffee? You know, a lot of people when they wake up in the morning they say, "Well, let me have my my coffee. Let me put my MCT oil in it," and the, the whole intent is that they get kind of like a a brain boost and, you know, it helps them burn uh, energy at at an official efficient level for like a few hours until they break their intermittent fast, like eat at noon. So is there an essential oil equivalent?
1: There's so many different combinations I could think of that would be like energizing or motivating like that. But one that's so simple, but so powerful is, um, orange and peppermint combined because they're just cheerful uplifting and so amazing um I love to just take some put it put a drop or two in the palm of my hands you rub your hands together and then just cup it just like that mask and take those deep deep breaths in you could rub the rest on the back of your neck you could even put a drop of if you have a therapeutic oil that's safe to consume you can put it. On the roof of your mouth, and it's whoo, It'll wake you right up. <laughs>
0: wow. Okay. Good. Yeah. All
1: right.
0: So I guess you you're able to do this for yourself, and you you offer it to you know friends and clients as, as well. Oh
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: So so take me further. I know there's some uh, additional things as you mentioned. There's this one I'm not familiar with. The uh, MBSR actually, <laughs> it's it's a uh, acronym. I'm, I'm familiar with something else. I think. Uh, mindfulness-based stress mm-hmm. release, something by like oh, John Kabat-Zinn. Yeah, okay. so you know, typically I think at least at this point, people like so we, we Google that they come up with something about meditation. But in this mm-hmm. case, it, it's mind, body, spirit release.
1: Yes, it is. It's so cool. I learned about it when it was. Um, it's a newer technique uh, when it was being piloted to just a few select well-known practitioners um, out there and I was like i, I want to learn about this mm-hmm. for myself and my friends and family and of course clients um, that I love so i heard about it i signed up for the the level one and it's essentially a way that we as the practitioner um, can Tap into um, the nervous system to find out, you know, what is going on that you might need to release. Might be blocks to um, blocks to experiencing positive emotions, or you might have past traumas. And it's um I've heard some kind of compare it to the emotion code or body code. If anyone has heard of or is familiar to that, but um a lot of times emotions can manifest in physical symptoms like you say about the like you have a gut feeling or fear and anxiety all that lives and rests in the gut so that's a I think for me a really simple way to look at it and maybe you have you know oh, if a kid feels sick they say I have a tummy ache but perhaps they're not sick it's just they're they're scared they're anxious so that's um an interesting way that I like to think about it um, because sometimes it's hard to understand and recognize that physical symptoms aren't always because of physical reasons. It can be because of an emotion that we're not aware of that's hindering us in some way. So we examine and tap into what's going on and help the body release with just with like a cold laser um, to release that.
0: Okay. So, so this um, technique, it's, because, um, you know, these days people are doing so many things at a the distance. They're doing it over Zoom. Mm-hmm. Is, is MBSR a technique that requires like face-to-face interaction?
1: No, it can be done remotely as well, which is amazing. It works through quantum physics um, where, you know, let's say I'm sitting here and having a coffee and I'm thinking about Dominic. And then all of a sudden... 15 minutes later, you send me a text message. Mm-hmm. Like that thing where you're thinking about someone and all of a sudden they call you. How we're all connected in some way. And um, so as the practitioner, I can tap into your, um, your system that way uh, using myself as the proxy.
0: Okay. Right. So, you know, you, you said conceptually like a, a mouthful maybe it might be useful to, yeah, to, be <laughs> <laughs> to 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 share share that a little bit because i i just want to expand on it and i don't mm-hmm. I, I want i don't want to pretend like i know too much but i also know that some people listening they may be hearing about this for the first time and so yes um like you know some people you know they they may be advanced practitioners and are they're like oh yes i know all about quantum healing and stuff so um mm-hmm you know, I guess as a premise from, from what I've heard is that, um, when it comes to the quantum things such as like distance and time are actually not factors. Um, so, um, you know, working on someone say that sitting across from you in a room, like in a chair is really no different than say working on someone who's sitting like on the other side of the planet. Right. Exactly. And I believe in the quantum, like, so in, in, in our regular world walking around, like, we think there's, like, gaps and spaces between things. Like, there's space between us and the door, or space between us and our car. Or we think that, you know, we're in this location and, like, you know, our friend is in this other location. But in the quantum, if one way actually able to see this, like, there, there's actually no space. One would just see connect everything being connected simultaneously and so it's almost like everything is like some just kind of like gigantic like spider web and so you you touch one thing you're kind of touching everything or maybe a better way of putting that whatever you touch is connected to everything else in in the quantum so you know for for maybe some people listening to this right now they might be saying hold, hold on Like go, go back, go back to that thing where you say you're working at a distance. So, you know, um, so expand on that. Like, do you, do you guys need to be talking to each other? Do you, um, have to coordinate a time? Do you do this? Like first thing when you wake up and you can do 10 people in 10 minutes. Um,
1: I love that. I love the questions. Yeah. So, um, we don't have to be, you know, on the phone or on Zoom. That's possible. Of course, I'm always, you know, happy and willing. Um, it might be kind of boring though, because I'm just going through a bunch of charts, test, looking at all the different things like your body systems, um, events, people and places, just going through, checking everything to make sure I don't miss a thing. I don't want to miss anything. So, so you're, um, you're,
0: you're like a, a pilot with a, a checklist,
1: yeah, before the plane big, takes off. I got a binder full of charts so I make sure I cover all bases. Okay. And um we can be on the phone or zoom, but we don't have to. It can be completely, you know, disconnected. Um and I we don't I don't we don't have to be at a certain time, mm-hmm. but I do like to at least politely give someone a heads up. Let's say, you know, let's say Sarah for example requests a clearing, um I'll let her know, you know, okay. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to do it right this minute. Or we set up an appointment for a certain day. I'll let her know, you know, maybe 15 minutes before, hey, I'm going to do your clearing soon. She doesn't have to be doing nothing. She can be doing whatever she wants, working, whatever. It doesn't, it doesn't so, so, matter. So,
0: working, driving, works. sleeping, giving a presentation. Yep. She can be yep, doing anything. She'll
1: anywhere. be fine. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't it does not matter. I mean, she might prefer to sit and relax and see if, you know, if anything comes to her in that time, if she experiences anything, but she can be doing whatever she wants, which is nice because with some, you know, with some things they say, you shouldn't be driving. You should just be relaxing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to make sure that I answered everything. Um, for me, I, I it depends on the complexity and how much comes up. What I do is I start by checking your level of consciousness or your frequency. What, what are you vibrating at right now before we start? Right.
0: And it is, um, is that a, is that a number? Is that a color? Is that like a word that uh, pops into your head? It
1: is, it's a number. Um, it's a number. Uh, and it goes from zero to a, about a thousand, but tip, I mean, typically the, most people are between zero and 500 okay um, based just based on you know the highest level is enlightenment
0: mm, okay
1: yeah yeah that's where I'm trying to go <laughs> <laughs> um, mesh I'll take that in the beginning um, if we don't if, if it's your first time the client and I would write an intention so you know let's say let's Let's say someone just had a you know a breakup and they're uh, having some trouble with that. Um, We we might write an intention together. I could draft one for them, send it to them, and have get their input, or even the other way way around. They start, and then I'll kind of fine tune it for them. Mm -hmm. So I write an intention if we don't already have one that we want to tweak, and then I will go through the clearing, and then at the end. Um, let the client know any next steps that I would suggest to them based on, you know, what came up and what might be helpful for them to heal moving forward. And um, at the end their body might need a short acclimation, which is just kind of, you know, getting back into the regular swing of things after having cleared whatever we have cleared for that session and then again, at the end, I'll check the frequency or level of consciousness um, at the end. Okay. And it's, it's also, it's really cool to see the number go up.
0: Uh, <laughs> and, and, and I guess one of the, the markers you're looking for at the end is that like consciousness has increased by, yes. the, uh, by the end. Yes. Um, and, and how long is a session typically?
1: Uh, yeah, it truly depends on how much is going on. But um. I'd say the shortest I've been able to get through one, which was just someone who's really like at a high level. They didn't have a lot going on. Just quick go, Hey, can you help me with this? So that was about maybe 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes. But if I'm really digging deep, it, it could take an hour.
0: And, and just to to verify again, like it to you, It doesn't matter whether you're on the Zoom or a phone call with someone or they're just relaxing by the pool.
1: Right. Yeah. And that's fine. And I send I take notes. I take, you know, vigorous notes. I always provide the notes. And one of the other things that I find so cool um, after is sharing the notes and hearing the client's feedback. And anything that transpires in the days or weeks after a clearing, which is cool. Um, One of my good friends asked for a clearing about um, a situation. And it was about a home that was being sold and people not getting along so much. And it was about three weeks after she sent me the most incredible testimony, like so-and-so got this money from a friend and this is going out this way and da da da. I was like, oh, "Wow, that's like incredible!"
0: Hmm. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. um, you know, I just want to go back and and uh, touch on consciousness because that's
1: yeah.
0: that's near and dear to me. I yeah. um,
1: I'm when I work... grab my chart because I want <laughs> to have it in front of me.
0: <laughs> when 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 I work with con- uh, clients, I I essentially tell them. You know at the beginning like you know like everything we're doing is essentially has one major goal which is to increase consciousness yes um and you know i i'll, I'll define it for them because sometimes that isn't like necessarily something that's that's readily comes to mind you know it's like you know you say orange or bottle people say okay i got it You say consciousness people aren't mm-hmm. necessarily like on the same page with that so i can give them typically a couple of uh, of definitions of that, you know, one of them I give is like, you know, increased consciousness is essentially your ability to take on more and more perspectives and entertain them simultaneously in your head, uh, mm-hmm. from, from a place of, of neutrality. And so it's not seeing things necessarily as good or bad. Um, another way of saying increased consciousness, I'd say it's kind of like, as you might go through school, you would see, um, your, your wisdom increase. So now it's not like a marker of intelligence. It's just like you know, a, a child crying on the playground at say like nine years old is going to have a certain perspective on a certain issue and that'd be different than say when someone's 14 or when they're 20 or when they're like 40 or something. And I, that's why I say that's kind of what the increase in consciousness is. So it's not really that the circumstances change. It's how the person is viewing the circumstances Change. yeah so that's that's kind of how i go about it but but i do share with my clients i'd say like problems and poor health only exists at lower levels of consciousness Yep. so Mm -hmm. like you know invariably it's just it's almost like mathematical you increase your consciousness you are going to have less and less problems in your life to to the point where you can actually Mm -hmm. not have any problems in your life because the only thing that you are experiencing are circumstances and you're experiencing like results of your action, mm-hmm. but, but, but they're not problems. They're just things that are are now in your awareness.
1: Yes. I love that. Thank you. That's fantastic. Yeah. And, so, well, it's, so, and it's funny. It's funny just, just hearing the way you explain that. I, I love that. It resonates so much with me and to have that and be able to think about, oh, you know, well, having a higher consciousness or awareness or vibration. I like to, you know, all people say good vibes. And you know, <laughs> I, get, I wonder often, uh, you know, do people understand like where, what that phrase really means when you say good vibes, like you're vibrating at a higher level, a higher level of consciousness. And, you know, um, I've been having some interesting car stuff go on and the me from you know, two years ago, vibrating at a lower level, would have been all angry, you know, pissed, saying not so nice things. But yesterday, this loaner that my dealership gave me, I noticed it had an expired inspection. Then I noticed it had expired tags. And I, instead of getting all angry, I'm just laughing. I'm laughing so hard. I'm like, this is hilarious
0: yeah
1: (laughs) you gotta gotta be kidding me but I was like well it is what it is let's go get the get make them give me a different loaner (laughs) yeah
0: and and, and, it probably was better
1: oh yeah it is yeah Yeah. I went from a a Ford Escape to a Lincoln
0: (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) it's amazing how that 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 works I mean maybe at some point you might give your your take on a manifestation but it's it's that in that higher consciousness, I find that we are the most open and receptive to just, you know, I can call it blessings, good fortune, you know, the universe taking care of whatever it is that we want in its own way. So it's not, we don't say, well, I want a Lincoln. You know, we say, I, you know, I, my, my intention here is, is to have a, a better car. And then like, and then that, that'll come to the fore. Um, I noticed you. Uh, you said you got your your chart. Is there anything you want to, to comment on yeah, that? I or?
1: I, I'm. I'm such a visual person. I was like, I need to see it in front of me. Um, and so it's based on the what is called the attractor field dynamics um, by Dr. David Hawkins. If any If anyone's interested in looking him up, um, I've heard about it little tidbits here and there. But I didn't really know a ton about it until learning more myself in my MBSR training and actually like actively using it. And especially with using it on myself as I clear myself, because let's be honest, I learned because I wanted to, you know, clear myself too, selfishly. <laughs> um, but you know, so- sometimes I,
0: I think, you know, in the self-development track, I think that the the, mm-hmm. the, the so, if you want to learn a language, the, the fastest way is just go to that country where it's spoken. It's like immerse yourself, and, so and I feel in self development, um, the fastest way to progress along in your own life is to actually get clients, <laughs> because yeah. because your clients your clients push you, yep. and um, you know yeah, you you definitely have to at least be like a few steps ahead, but at the same time, you actually want to be you'd like to be years ahead of them. Cause you want to be a big enough container to, to like yeah. be able to hold whatever they're going to bring to to the table. So, you know, Absolutely. small, small container, you can get overwhelmed. The client will divulge something or like, I guess in your case, you'll get in their energy and you're like, Whoa, <laughs> you know, I can't handle yeah. this. Um, mm-hmm. and then like, you know, they, they lose faith, you lose, uh, faith. And, and, but you know, you work on yourself, like, you become a container so large that there's, there's really nothing that you can't handle that a client will bring to you.
1: Mm-hmm. So just to give you, I guess, an example, I'll throw a few words out there. Um, shame uh, vibrates at a frequency of 20. Oh. Uh, fear is 100. Oh. Anger is 150. Oh. But moving into some positive things, courage is 200. All right. Right willingness is 310 okay forgiveness is 350 love is 500
0: mm. joy
1: is joy is 540 nice peace or bliss is 600 and then there's that enlightenment which it comes um, in between 700 to 1000
0: wow okay Mm -hmm. so so when you tune in with people at the beginning like you're 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 able to tell like what number they're at
1: yeah wow it's amazing it's so cool because um sometimes i'll 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 wonder to myself you know i you know what i bet they went up you know a whole level or i bet they went up two levels and i'll test which is through muscle testing we can talk about that we should we should chat about that if we still have some time um uh, and sure enough, they either went up typically one or two based on what we cleared.
0: Oh, that's, that's amazing. And, you know, I, I've heard in, and what I've done, I've, I've had this presented to me as, as a map of consciousness. But yes,
1: exactly. Map yeah. of consciousness, level of consciousness. All, I think all those terms are pretty much interchangeable. I actually, attractor field dynamics is another phrase. I see all three of those different labels on them here.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that last one is, is, and, and the first one you use a little bit, a little bit beyond what I've done, but I, I like yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. I um I, I really feel that people cannot spend enough time with the map of consciousness or the attractor field dynamics, because, you know, it, it, the reason I like the term map it's um, like any good map, it tells you exactly where you are. And so it can yeah. actually be a self-diagnostic tool. So you might be able to, when I mean, you work with someone like, you know, precisely tell what that number is, but I, I think anybody, if they get that chart and they look at it, yeah. they can, they can pretty much ballpark it. And yes, so yeah.
1: how am I f- internally, how am I feeling right now? Find yeah. words, then find that number, be like, okay, well I want to get higher. Oh, so this is, what do I need to do to, to get higher, feel better?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And And if people can just do that from a, a a place of immense kindness to themselves and like in, in no judgment, really just, um, you know, treat themselves as, as, as someone who really loves themselves a lot and is just, you know, really looking for improvement. I, I think it can be like really helpful because just like that map thing, it's like at certain levels of consciousness, you mentioned like, you know, the fear and the shame, mm-hmm. there are, there are solutions that are just completely unavailable at right. those levels of consciousness. And so, you know, you're 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 not going to be able to resolve things at that level because you need to get to a different level before it changes. Okay. And, and I think, as I said, it kind of relates to what Einstein said, you know, something along the lines of, like, problems cannot be resolved at the same level of consciousness that, that created them.
1: Yep, that's so. that's so true. It's perfect. I love that
0: quote. Uh, yeah, all right. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if we need to, to go through all of them, but I'm I'm having a good good time with it, and
1: me too. <laughs> and, and,
0: and I'm learning with it. So you know, we probably only covered ten percent of what NBSR. Well, I I think maybe just so um, we can definitely do like justice to that. So like, what would be like an ideal scenario? Um, or an ideal client? Someone says, "I'm experiencing what." Let me reach out to Carissa for NBSR. Yes, yeah,
1: honestly, anyone who is curious and open, and you know, wants to learn about you know how we can heal from within. Mm-hmm. Honestly, anyone who's curious, open, yeah, every I, anyone really that's open minded, <laughs> I would say, is an ideal candidate. If you're someone who's you know, closed-minded or, you know, super negative about everything all the time, we might not be a good fit, but
0: yeah. yeah. So, you know, that's, that's interesting because, you know, I, I find the same thing with my clients. Like I, I, so I don't do MBSR, you know, it's more like, you know, just straight on coaching, but like, you know, criteria for my clients, like, you know, they, they, they got to want that change and they, they, they got, they got to be open-minded so you know i had the supposition when you when you were talking MBSR, you know well what if like a true skeptic just calls you and says like well i don't think it's gonna work but i heard like you might be able to help so like you know
1: i feel like if that came to me i would want to have you know a short conversation with them to see you know are we a good fit because you know we might not be if we don't might not be a good fit. I would love to help every single person if I can, but that's not always the case. You know, some maybe it's not the right time for them. You know, maybe they need to go through some of their own things, and they would want to try later. Maybe they're just not open to it, and that's okay.
0: You're you're being very kind. Like you know, maybe their life needs to like self destruct a, a, a bit more. <laughs>
1: I don't, I don't know <laughs> I, I genuinely and honestly feel that you know that person might come to me and we might not be a good fit and that's okay
0: okay good um you know it's so curious to me that but again it's criteria is the same you know your work and mine think a person has to you know to be open to it
1: okay yeah and I think I've been thinking the thoughts are stirring now like you know let's say I I do do a clearing for someone and they are open and willing but they don't take the next step seriously. What, like, what was the point then? If I mm. give you some suggestions and, you know, well, here are a couple of next steps to try, you know, try them. If they don't work for you, say, you know, I tried this, but it didn't oh. work for me. You have any other suggestions? Like, this is like, I want to be your teammate. I want you to take, hold my hand and we'll work together, you know?
0: Okay. That, so yeah. you, you give, you give a homework.
1: a little bit it might be something as simple as um you know um try to meditate for 15 minutes something that simple i'm actually going to turn and next steps aren't limited to what i have on you know my chart but i can any i can investigate and find anything that i feel would be you know fit it might involve journaling um it might involve um you know, using some oils or doing breath work really depends on, you know, what comes up, the topic we're clearing for, what comes up and all of that jazz might involve some affirmations. Yeah. There's, there's so many, diff- so many options. And if you, if you don't like what I suggest, we can find what works for you.
0: Okay. All right. Good. Good to know. All right. So we're going to go on to another one. I, I'm not sure if I got the Uh, full name, but I think you said CellCore.
1: Oh, yes. So CellCore, I happened upon this uh, company online, of course, you know, as we find all things these days. Um, CellCore Biosciences, um, it's mainly a detox company. Um, Because a lot of times when people think supplements, they just think Multivitamins, vitamin C, vitamin D are kind of all the rage right now, but Cellcore is more focused on like a whole body detox and healing, which kind of just ties in with all the things that I'm all about, I guess.
0: So, so when you say detox, you know, so I'm thinking toxins and toxins being pulled out of the body, I guess, either through sweat or going to the bathroom. Yes. So, mm-hmm. So like what, what toxins are we, are we talking about here?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So, I mean, with, with anything, it can be done. Like I could figure out what your body needs through testing, um, muscle testing um, particularly, but um, they do have two different protocols that they've created for um, just to make things simple that they've found through years of research. um, And that's how and why they created the protocols just so, if you want a steps to follow, here's the steps to follow. Um, there's actually what they call steps. And that's meant for someone who's generally healthy that just wants to clean house. Um, but they also have a foundational protocol, which is intended for someone that, you know, may be dealing with some things that may have some chronic things going on or some autoimmune. So someone like myself. <laughs> mm. Um I am, I have myself on the foundational protocol. I'm currently in phase four. So I'm at, I see the light at the end of the tunnel. It's fun. Um, so it starts with, like you were saying, you know, drainage, that going to the bathroom and with any sort of detox, you want to make sure your drainage pathways are open because you might do more harm than good and that getting those so good bathroom visits in there is, is a key component and to know if your body's even ready for a, a safe detox.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, I've I heard a few times one of the body's main function, you know, even cells main function it's to eliminate waste, you know, get it get it out of your system. Um, so tell me more about the the, the detox. So we, we went in a little bit into like why someone might come to you for MBSR. Like
1: mm-hmm. how does...
0: How does a person know that? Oh, like I'll I'll get a detox, or like I, yeah. I, I should get a
1: detox. Yeah. So if let's say, um, and you're clearing some body systems or organs, glands, or tissues come up, or um, let's say maybe you got some anger harbored in your liver, like because that, that that connection is there, um, perhaps. We could test and see if liver support would be helpful, mm-hmm. um, and they make um, a supplement uh, designed for you know that kidney and liver um, to support those organs, and um, that's one way that you know we could utilize that. Or you know, let's say you just you know you've got stuff going on, you you have things going on, but you haven't tested mm-hmm. and. I do have the ability to order, you know, labs if that were something somebody wanted to do. Um, but if you know you've got stuff going on, I have incredible intake papers that are really enlightening and shed so much light on what could be going on without even doing any tests. Um, but like we could explore, and what Cellcore does deal with mold. Lyme, mycotoxins, Bartonella, Babesia, all kinds of things that linger, but we might not know about. So people often think about Lyme disease and granted, I'm not a Lyme expert, but it's something I'm curious about and learning more about because Lyme disease is, I think, more prevalent than people realize or not necessarily Lyme, but a co-infection of Lyme. Which would be your baranella Babesia, et etc. And you can get any of those from a mosquito. It doesn't have to be a tick.
0: So you don't you don't have to be traipsing yeah. the jungle and getting bit by some exotic insect, just like a yeah. mosquito thing. It's,
1: it's unfortunate, but yeah. So, so I've seen so many people say, you know, I have Lyme, but I've never been bitten by a tick. And it's like, yeah. Have you been bitten by a mosquito? <laughs>
0: So, to, so, maybe like one way to approach it like a person might know if they're interested in it because I I tend to look at it like this. So let's see if it lines up. Like, if someone has chronic anything, and yeah. by that I mean it just it just keeps showing up and it's there. So you know, migraines, uh, joint pain, uh, you know, intestinal digestive stress, mm-hmm. you know, just mm-hmm. like uh, aches, you know, and muscle uh, pain, you know, foggy, uh, thoughts are like, you know, tired,
1: blurry vision or like floaters vision issues are a good indicator that, you know, something might be going on skin, skin condition and skin problems. Because one example, you know, if you, if you're having maybe some sluggish things happening with the liver, like it could start showing up on your skin. Mm -hmm. But that's not, it doesn't necessarily have to be, or is limited to the liver. But I know for me, like if I've, if I've had a few too many beverages, my skin might break out. (laughs) Gotcha.
0: Your, 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 your liver giving you that signal saying like, Hey, he's up there.
1: That was enough. (laughs) Okay. All right.
0: So, um, would, would people do, do they, do they need to wait until the chronic thing shows up or can they just be like proactive?
1: I'm all about proactivity. Like let's do it. Let's be proactive. Let's clean it out. Yeah. 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 So, it,
0: so it's, it's kind of, it's
1: crazy how the energy just goes up. Like, man, me a year ago, I was, I've been sleeping by now.
0: <laughs> so, so you said you're in phase four. So like, a, a, so like it's, it's taking you about the year to go through like phases one through three, like the previous
1: ones. Uh, yeah, that's a great question. So phase one is a month. Phase two is two months. Phase three is two months, and phase four is actually you do phase four and phase five simultaneously. So phase four is five months long, but each month you switch up which tincture you're using. That's the phase five is the tincture. Okay. And that's where you go at the Lyme and any Lyme co-infections that, that might be going on. Okay.
0: And what's the uh, the level of effort for a person doing like the, the detox? Do they have to start shopping at Whole Foods or yeah. go to the farmer's market? You know?
1: I mean, that, I, mean I, I would hope that people are at least eating, you know, organic as much as possible. Not necessarily required, but if you're, you know, going through, and making a point to detox, I let's choose foods that have less chemicals on them. Okay. And or organic if possible. Yeah. Uh,
0: you, you know, I, I'm curious how, how much of your work is is educational where you're talking to someone and you're like, hey, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna take 15 minutes here for for conversation on on organic food. <laughs> on like, you know, vegetable consumption or like reducing sugars? Like, are you finding out to do a lot of education or by the time people get to you, like they're, they're well-informed?
1: You know, it's, I feel like it's like 50-50 because some of the people I work with are already eating organic and they're already trying some supplements of sort, maybe not always the best quality, but when you know better, you do better. Mm -hmm. um and then some people you know they're just eating all the mainstream whatever and that that's that's okay like i said when you know better you do better
0: yeah yeah amazing okay um so tell me we're we're getting to to the end but i was curious if there's anything like you feel this is like so important for um uh people on their healing journey to, to know, you know, it could be something to give them a It could be something like get eight, eight hours of sleep, <laughs> you know, it takes care of like all your problems. Um, but
1: I love it, that.
0: yeah, any, any key information or, or bits of information out there that you'd like to share with people?
1: Uh, yeah. Um, I feel like you and I, in this time together, we've talked about so many different things, which it can be a lot, but honestly, if I just, Think about myself and the, the person that I was right when I had that reaction, and well, right after in the downward spiral that I was on. Like if you asked that girl, would I be feeling this like this in here today? I would have said, No way. You can heal. It just takes time, dedication, and steps. And sometimes you need someone to hold your hand.
0: Well. Yeah. You know, I, I so love that encouragement. It's, it's the same, it's actually the same thing I want to tell anyone who's facing something. It's like, you can heal whatever you're facing. It, mm-hmm. it can improve. And yeah. I find a, a lot of times these healing journeys coincide with, you know, I'll say like, you know, people's spiritual journeys. It's, it's, it's almost like the, the challenge is put on the person's path as a means to get them to increase their consciousness, to, to get them mm-hmm. to shed, you know, beliefs or paradigms that aren't working for them anymore or to like, or to change their relationships. And it's, it's, it's not from a place where people should look at it and saying like, this is terrible, or this is even amazing. It's more like it's, it's purposeful, mm-hmm. like in in a good way to view it, like the challenge is saying, okay, what, what am I supposed to learn from this?
1: Yes. Yeah. I love that you said that because I try to have that perspective with almost everything now. So mm-hmm. you saw it's not always, I'm not always perfect. <laughs> Sometimes I have to kick myself and remind myself after, but, um, you know, having that, well, what am I supposed to learn from this? Or what did I learn from this? And, you know, people, if, if I share, I don't, you know, walk around advertising, you know, any of these things, but if I happen to share with someone, oh, well, well, why do you know all this or whatever? I'll say, you know, I had a reaction and it's been years of learning and healing um, and they feel bad. I'm like, no, I'm like it was a blessing in disguise. Mm-hmm. Truly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. You know, I, I, I do a fair amount with people in relationships and you know, the relationship ends lots of tears, lots of upset and stuff, but you know, there there isn't anyone I've encountered, you know, some time out where they're like, Wow, I'm I'm so glad that ended or I'm so glad like I got the takeaways, the lessons that I did from that because you know, it it altered the course of, of my life. So um yeah, I mean it's 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 wonderful encouragement. You're You're offering to offering to people out there. Uh, Um so Carissa, sounds like tons and tons of people want to talk to you or should be speaking with you. So how do they get in touch with you?
1: Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram. My handle is Miss M I S S -S X Riss. Miss Riss with an X as like a space, it's a little placeholder. Or you can also email me at Carissa Coaching, C-A-R-I-S-S-A at gmail.com. Perfect.
0: Perfect. All right. Well, we'll have some show notes for this too. And we'll put that in the show notes as, as well. So Chris, Thank you so
1: much. Yeah,
0: thank you. I really enjoyed uh the time that we had together. And you know, I thought I knew a lot about healing and while well, am I educated on some additional things. So I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. I had so much fun. Me too. All right. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Healerology Podcast. I greatly appreciate your time and presence. Please make sure you're subscribed to this show. Until next time, stay healthy and go within.